0: Welcome to The Rutledge Perspective. I am your host, Laurel Rutledge, and this show is where we talk about the things that are top of mind as you navigate your career, whether corporate or otherwise. The plan is to get you out of your rut and talk you back off that ledge with insights and perspectives on the daily grind. Welcome to The Village. This week on The Rutledge Perspective, we are talking about communication or messaging. And there are tons of communications experts, and I'm not pretending to be one. So this is not meant to be a deep dive into the science of communication, but rather a conversation about the intricacies of communication and how the messages we receive can differ in an impact depending on the messenger. So this is the amazing thing about being in service to others. By doing so, you have your own aha moments when you least expect them. And they're usually those kind of moments that force you to take a pretty significant pause and say, wow, that's just not what I expected. And I've had a few of those as of late, but one in particular that led to this podcast. And I want to share that one with you because I thought it was just profound. At least it was for me. So I'm hoping it will have the same impact for you. We've talked a great deal about alignment of words and actions and about how the power of words themselves is so impactful. And we've also talked about the importance of paying attention to the narratives we tell others and that we tell ourselves. What we haven't talked about a great deal is the difference when you tell yourself something or state something out loud that you believe versus when you hear your words repeated back to you. Same message, different messenger. I think of it kind of like that parent or guardian effect. When we're young and our parents or guardians tell us something about anything or give us guidance about anything, we easily dismiss it. Oh, they don't know, they're out of touch, whatever the case may be. But think about your response to that same message if it's your best friend or your favorite relative or someone that you've admired from afar. When they tell you the exact same thing, you buy in, you fall in line. Sometimes you even go back to the original messenger with the thing that they told you in the first place, as if they never mentioned it at all, and talk about how awesome it was and how you had this great revelation. And talk about insulting, right? But at the end of the day, what was the difference? The message was the same. Maybe it was context. Maybe it was just the fact that the messenger was different, but what was it really? Was it the tone? Was it the delivery? What, What made it different? The reality, is that it may have have been a bit of all of that. And we can often dismiss those closest to us, but project expertise and knowledge onto those we admire from afar. That's just human nature. But what if the original messenger is you and the messages are ones you're giving yourself? Then how does this dynamic play? Because self-talk is a powerful thing. And there's so many quotes about it. You know, what we believe we become and what you are, what you think, or... Words have power, which I say all the time because I truly believe that. Or if you wouldn't say it to someone else, why would you say it to yourself? Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But even when the self-talk is positive, powerful, uplifting, all those good things, we don't always hear it. We listen to ourselves, but are we really hearing the message that we're trying to send? Or are we just talking to talk, right? So last week I had a conversation with, with about my business with someone and I made some statements about strategy and direction that I knew to be true, and I actually believed them to be true as well. And we'll discuss the difference between knowing and believing at a later date. And I'd been saying these statements to myself and others for a while, and they become part of my rhetoric. They were part of where I was standing as I move into this next phase of business. But when this person, who happened to be a new connection, uh, repeated what I had been saying to myself, it was like the whole world just exploded. I'd been listening to myself, but I hadn't been really hearing and internalizing the message. I knew it to be true, but did I really believe it? Was it a part of my DNA yet? The old tapes were still playing covertly in the background, blocking the new messaging. And seeding new messaging is like developing new habits. It doesn't happen just because you say you want it to. You have to consciously practice the new until it becomes the standard. And what was even crazier about this experience is that the technique of listening actively to what is said and what's unsaid and the repeating the words and the context back to the person with whom you're engaging is a technique I use every day, all day with my clients. I use it all the time. I use it in, even with they're not my clients, I use it with people that are just close to me and friends and family. In fact, this is one of my superpowers. I've always been able to connect dots that others don't see. I've also always been able to hear and understand what others don't hear and understand to be able to synthesize points. But other than my therapist, it's really rare that I've had someone do the same to me. But this person did that and it was completely eye opening and mind blowing. And here's why I believe it was so impactful. We physically and mentally hear differently when we're speaking. We hear our words, for sure, and we hear our voices, but we are thinking about what we're saying. We're not necessarily listening to what we're saying. And I think we've all had someone say to us, did you hear what you just said? To which we usually reply, no, what did I say? Right? Or with me, every time someone says, oh my gosh, that was great. Can you say that again? My response is usually, "Uh, absolutely not, because (laughs) that was stream of consciousness. I have no idea what I just said. And, and it's not because I didn't mean it. It was just I was truly stream of consciousness in the moment. And the act of speaking engages the brain and the mouth more so than the heart and the ears, at least in that moment. And if we engage our sight when we're speaking, in other words, remembering that what we're speaking about is not about us. Communication is not just about us. We can sometimes kick our metaphorical ears into gear because we're processing nonverbal cues. What we can't hear, but what we can see in response to what we're saying. But when someone is speaking to us, and if we are listening to understand and not to reply, we hear our own words differently. We hear the actual words for sure, but we hear context and tone and meaning that's conveyed back to us through the lens of the person who was in receipt of our original message. It's like a physical sounding board. We sent a message and it bounces back to us from the other person. And this is one of the reasons why isolation can be so difficult, because there's no sounding board. And right now we're all having some level of isolation that's just really kooky. And so without that sounding board, our only understanding of our own messaging is how we process it when we hear it come out of our mouths. Again, where the focus is on the delivery, not the receipt. And those of you who engage in self talk we all engage in some level of self talk subconsciously but those of you who engage in conscious self talk words of affirmation all of those kind of things many times that are aspirational is really about the words until we believe the statements right but what we say to ourselves really is important sometimes because we are combating those negative tapes that have been playing for years Sometimes because we're pushing ourselves towards our grand purpose and need a boost, again, those words of affirmation, those positive movement statements, words have power and they have stickiness. And the power in having our own words repeated back to us is that it increases our understanding of what we're saying and it promotes that stickiness. We can actually hear the message being relayed, not just the words that are being said. And this is why having close friends and true mentors is important. We need people who can hear what we are saying to ourselves and call us on it when it's out of order. They either know us well enough or are committed enough to our success and well-being, that they actively listen to us and repeat it in a way that we can also hear what we are saying because it's in the hearing that gives us understanding. And when we understand, we can act. So, Who is your sounding board? And if you don't have one, put that on your list. And I'm going to go finish processing this mind-blowing aha so I can stay in action to serve you bigger and serve you better in the coming weeks and months and years, hopefully, God willing. And that's the Rutledge perspective for this week. I'd love to have your feedback on this topic of hearing or any other topic we've discussed. Just drop me a comment where you downloaded your podcast. I promise I'll respond. But until next week, Go out and really try to hear the words that you're saying. Take care. You have been listening to The Rutledge Perspective. Thank you for tuning in. If we've given you a new perspective or helped you clarify your own, please give us a five-star rating. You can find more information about this and other episodes of the show on laurelrutledge.com podcast. And you can subscribe to the show where you get your favorite podcasts. You can also follow me on social media. Oh, and if there's someone you think would enjoy or benefit from The Rutledge Perspective, please pass it along. Thank you for tuning in.